We also learned this verse in John chapter 6, verse 3. It says that it is the what? Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words, again, she said, the words that we hear, we will hear. There's a certain spirit in it. Hallelujah. Yes, again, so if you continue to listen to Stone Boy, Stone Boy, Stone Boy, the spirit upon Stone Boy will come upon you. Hallelujah. God forbid. <laughs> so, if you will continue to listen to the voice of our pastor, Bishop Dark, the spirit upon him will also come upon us. Hallelujah. Yes. Because words, as you hear words continuously, it carries spirit. Hallelujah. Words carries what? Spirit. So you have to be careful who you listen to. Be careful. Okay? And you are going to be listening to our pastor. Daily messages. One message what? A day. One message what? A day. It doesn't matter if you listen to it yesterday. You can listen to it again today. Is that clear? Yes. Listen to it over and over. One message a day. And we shall be changed. Hallelujah. Yes. And we learned a last, a last scripture from Acts chapter 10 verse 44. Acts chapter 10 verse 44. These are all verses and scriptures which teaches us that words carries what? Power and spirit. The Bible says, while Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Ghost what? Fell on them which heard the what? The word. So as the people were listening to Peter, what happened to them? The Holy Ghost fell on them. That is why I believe that we have been failed today. Hallelujah. That is why I believe that we have been changed today. Because as we have sat under the feet of an anointed prophet, an anointed teacher, anointed minister, words has been spoken to us. Isn't it? Yes, we have heard words. We have been on one point from the beginning. Yes. And we have been look, Sister Joy said, it doesn't matter if you fell down or not. Isn't it? Something has what happened to you. And I believe that we are going to continue to have this spirit fall on us as we are about to continue to hear her teaching us, preaching to us. We are going to be even changed even more this evening. Hallelujah. We are going to be even changed this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to stand to your feet. Let's put our hands together. Let's welcome our pastor.
I salute. I gave them less than one hour. Get ready. Father, we thank you for grace and mercy. Thank you for the joy that you give us. It's a joy to worship you. It's a joy to belong to you. We're so grateful. Thank you that even when all is not perfect around us, you give us a reason to be happy. And we thank you. As we come before you tonight, as that your presence will be thick in this place, heavy in this place. Deal with us, oh God. Deal with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seat. Now, I just need to talk to you. I need to address some young people. I mean, you may not know the song, but the words are there. It's easy to flow. And you were standing there like cabbage that has fallen into hot water. You see, <laughs> let me tell you something. Eh? Life, eh? You notice that older people wear karma because, Charlie? Life. Tell me about life. But you, you have just come. You have what? You have just come. Standing there, no response. Oh, oh dear, oh. Please, if your neighbor was one of those non-smiling. I was watching, they are in areas. It's a spirit in that place. Eh? Yeah. If it was demons dancing, you'd have been dancing. Yeah. No, no, no. I told you that me, I came to the camp to be real. So I'm just putting it to you. That's all. I'm just, you see, the adults, we are now thinking about school fees. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, the body is not quite as, as it used to be. <laughs> but even the grown-ups were flowing more than some of you. Yeah. Some of the grown-ups, I mean, they are the point where Charlie, we can't do this jumping all over there. But you can see that, I mean, life day. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Eh? Are you one of those who was smiling? You are just standing there. I have not called anybody's name. I'm just asking a question. Yeah. Hey, dear, hey. We are wondering, pa. Yeah, boy, shut up, shut up. What Ah, well, we are sorting ourselves out. That's why I'm bringing it up. But if you were sitting by one such, I think you should advise the person. <laughs> you should advise the person. And tell the person, it's a sign. It's a sign. Mm, it's a sign. It's a sign. Because some people didn't even know the song, but you can see that, Charlie. Eh, oh, okay, okay. Eh, okay. <laughs> ah, let's continue God has been dealing with us today and we started looking at as we are here trying to be shepherds some are already shepherds but many are just trying to be shepherds potential shepherds and we are looking at the things in our lives that must move on must be changed must be affected and honestly, there are 15 points. We've done only two. 
Point number one was the personal relationship with God. We went very much into prayer and so forth. Point number two talks about the word. Are you there? Which is actually part of your personal walk with God. But yeah, we went into many things. So we've done only two points. But I don't think it is a problem. What's more important is that the word we have heard is affecting us. What is the use of hearing everything and nothing is changing? Uh-huh. What's the use? What's the use? Yeah. No results. There's no point. It's better to have taken a couple of points and understood them and be able to do them well. Are you with me? But we're continuing to tonight and I'm going to give you another point. Another important point. Number three. Point number three. We're talking about the things we must change, we must develop, we must be, I mean, in order to be people who God is using. And I shared with you earlier, I said, God is changing our vessel. And in this change, one of the things that needs to happen is that you need to make yourself available for the work. And I'm choosing my words carefully. Make yourself available. Make yourself available. Make yourself available. A very important point. Yeah. The reason why I have termed it make yourself available is that unless you are an idle person, and honestly, idle people don't achieve much. Uh-huh. So unless you are an idle person, you are busy, you have things to do. But if you plan to go far with God, you need to make yourself available. Yeah. You need to make yourself available. It's not going to happen on its own. Some of us, we are walking around looking for a break and free time. Understand it tonight that there is none. There is none. Are you there? There is none. If you are serious in this life, there's none. Yeah. There's none. And actually, when we are looking for people to do something in the house of God, it's not idle people we look for. We look for people who are already doing something. Because the likelihood that somebody doing something will succeed is far greater than somebody doing nothing. As a rule, as a rule, I move away from people who are unemployed. I'll tell you why. Hey, the room is quiet. Yeah, but there are no jobs. It's not true. There are jobs you said you won't do. That's number one. There are jobs you said you won't do. You say it's menial. It's, it's below you. It doesn't pay enough. That's why, that, that's more the reason. That's number one. Number two, number two, when you do not have a job, looking for a job is your job. So if people are leaving home eight to five looking for job, you are looking for job eight to five. So you are not unemployed. The likelihood that a job will walk to you in your house is almost non-existent. Unless your father is the president. How many of you here, your father is the president? Or your father is the party leader? Most of us, I don't know. I have some party people, party activists here, even they. Eh? Tims, you, are, you like politics. Where you were looking for a job, we were praying. Oh, they like your politics. I'm fashy. I'm a, 
Didn't bring anything. <laughs> Didn't bring anything. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. So when you don't have work, when you don't have work, looking for work is your job. Actively looking for work. Yeah. Actively what? Looking for work. Me, I salute all my graduates who, who drive Uber. It's just I won't sit at home. I will not be unemployed. I will do something. I will find a way. I'm going to do something. You can drive by saying that I'm not a driver. I went to school to be engineer. Be engineering. You'll be sitting there when the Uber drivers lay the stones to start their house. You'll be sitting there. You'll be there. You'll be there. Hey, why? No job to me. It's a problem. <laughs> no, I'm just sharing something with you because a lot of things are in your attitude. Yeah. A lot of things are in your attitude. In your attitude. The only job we start at the top is digging graves. All other jobs, you go down and you come from under. Ah. Yeah. You are there, Charlie. You look left and right. I've tried something, it's not working. Ah. I drive, bring. And you are driving it. You are driving it. As if you're a professional driver who decided that my profession is driving. It is respected work. Yeah. It's respected work. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You must decide to make yourself available. I'm just killing that thing because some people are saying, if I was free, I would do. When you are free, we are not looking for you. And they call me here to insult me. You see, your mind, your mind. I told you that we are looking for real things. Real things. Ah, these two people sitting at the back, who are they? Are they here out of? Is somebody forcing you to be here? Is someone forcing them to be here? Who brought them? Who? As I said, sort your people out before I send them home tonight. Mm. Ah, they have come as if somebody is fighting with you. We are in a meeting. I don't enjoy it. If you squeeze your face, I'll walk you out right now. Nonsense. Ah. If you were sitting that the devil was entertaining you, will you have that face? <laughs> but you reserve it and you bring it to church. Tell your neighbor, straighten your face before I you finish it. Ah. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> you don't know it. It's not only your mouth that speaks, so your body also speaks. There's something called body language. And when you are sitting there, she was looking this way. Ah, I didn't buy force. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Are you in the house today? I'm killing all the demons I can find, I tell you. <laughs> all the demons I can find, I'm slaughtering all. Ah. Let's continue. I'm saying that you make yourself available. And if you are here tonight, you are somebody who is struggling to find a job, just pick a job, any job, and start working. Any job, any job. Start working with it, and then you tell God that, Lord, you said that he that hath. So now I have a job. Please bring another. Please bring another. Yeah, please bring another. Hallelujah. Father, release jobs to your people. Amen and amen. Some people, too, you are doing a job you don't like. Tell God, please, please. I took it so that you bring me another. I took it so you bring me another. Okay, let's go back into the scriptures. Availability. 
No, you see, I'm coming back to this thing because I know people, I have people here who are working without pay. Yeah. They've gone and said, listen, I'll come. I'm coming to work. I'm not looking for money. It's not because they don't need money. But it's like, I will not be unemployed. It will yield a job. By all means, it will yield a job. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Mm. Hey. Hmm. Because I know somebody, when he got it, when he finished, he said that until they paid him some salary, he wasn't going to work. Yeah, he was at home for like eight years. Eight. Eight years. Yes, eight years. If you started school, you have finished that national service and, uh, yes, eight years. Hmm. Eight years, he didn't work. And he got jobs and he said, no, 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 it's not the salary that he wanted. And I remember telling his brother, is that it's because your father is feeding him. Me, I would have given you the right foot of fellowship. Out. No, it's true. My elder son, when his father, he had finished his school, finished his national service, said he wanted to go and do some course. His father sent him to do that. The day he arrived, his father said, that's it. He thought his father was joking. So he was walking around, walking around, and he came and said, Daddy, I'm coming, I'll be some money. Father, look at what the money is. Yeah, you don't have any money, matter. He gave this. We don't have any money matter. Oh, be uncanceled. We went to look for a work. Hmm. <laughs> he went to look for a job. For a while, he was teaching kindergarten people. He said, hey, we don't go and work. Look at how you are looking at me. No, we have to kill something. We have to kill something in this generation. Yeah. I mean, I've taught children before. I've been a cleaner before. I've been a seamstress before. Oh, yeah. I have to earn a living. What, what, are you, what you do? What you do? You would rather go and lie on some foolish man's bed and open your legs. No, 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 no. Sit down. Sit down. Let me tell you what it is. Sex for money is prostitution. No matter how you color it. It is prostitution. Rather go hungry. Rather just be hungry. It's better. It's far more respectable. It's better to go and clean somebody's floor and get the little, there's little respect with it than to sell your body. Because what you don't know is that each of those people leave something with you. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You see, I didn't come here planning to talk about jobs. I don't have any notes on job. job. I don't have any notes. But I think God is just sorting some things out. From today, it is not an option. It is not an option. You are too proud to cut grass. That's why you don't have a job. You are too proud to do somebody's washing. That's why you don't have a job. You are too proud to look after somebody's children. That's why you don't have a job. Yeah. Allow me to just talk to some young people here. Don't give me a sermon. Hey, wait, no, don't, don't give me a sermon. I'm not looking for a sermon. I'm just putting something to you. Yeah. Change your mind. Too much high-mindedness. Calm down. Who are we? Calm down. The church has become very quiet. Though. You see, me, I went to school and I did my training. Hey, we did. Don't worry. We didn't go to school. That's why we're cleaning floor. We didn't go to school. We don't know what we are doing. 
it is better to have a job as a volunteer that they are not paying you than to just be sitting. That sitting, eh, it becomes a deadly thing. After a while, you want to move, but you can't. Yeah. Better to just go and volunteer. Look, there are a lot of places that people are overworked. Yeah. They got a volunteer, they will work with you. Hey. No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. I'm very serious about it. Yeah. I'm very serious about it. Yeah. This joblessness, we have to kill it. Hey. I know people who cook for other people. That's their work. Not because they didn't go to school. And not because they are caterers. Caterers, they've gone to school. It's my job. But it's like, Charlie, (laughs) if I don't do it, I'll eat stones. And I cannot go and lie on my back for some man. So they have woken up. Say, please, I want to cook. And every week, they are delivering meals at some houses. Yes. I know some who are going office to office. They are calling, what will you eat today? Is it not an honorable job? What are you saying? What are you saying? The way you'll be tired, eh? But you see, when you take the money, it won't pay you as much as prostitution, but it will leave your self-worth intact. Yeah. Prostitution, when you go and sleep, and as they hand you the money, your spirit dies. And you suddenly realize that you become very timid. Because of something has been taken from you. And you are standing wondering, who knows? Who knows? Hmm. It's not as free as you think. Yeah, I'm talking to some people. Your mother didn't tell you, so I'm telling you. Hmm. I used to clean my pastor's house free of charge. One man, one wife, four children. Is it that you are quiet? I'll get them myself. I had two babies at the time. Yeah. And I'll go. And I'll clean the house from top to toe. When I'm leaving and I'm putting the key where we leave it, there's something in my heart. My pastor and his family will come home today and know that I have been here. I have been here. Yeah. Are you there? Uh, is it that you're quiet? Then I needed money. <laughs> Are you there? Uh, you see that you are quiet. As looking budget, it was not meeting. I'll go. I was a research fellow, eight to four. When I finish, four o'clock, I'll come, pick up my son from kindergarten, go to the house, feed him. After I finish feeding him, round two, we're going to the, another place. I will put him in one of them and I'll start cleaning. When a man, look, when a white man says I'm paying for four hours, you will work the four hours. When I finish the four hours, I'll come back with my baby and pray to God the child sleeps. And my life as a PhD student has now started. You'll be sitting there looking for something that they'll hand you on a silver platter. How to cook, cry, bebo. Just to cook every day, cry, work. Look at your faces. You don't wash until the washing has been standing there stinking like boiler for a month. Allow me to address some. You see, if it is not you, eh? If it is not you, just allow it to roll over you. But we are addressing some things here today. Yeah. Allow me to work it. Allow me to work it. You are bolarizing your life. 
And you better go and collect it from the baller. Jesus didn't die for you, for you to ballerize your life. And some of you young men, you wake up and the only thing that you are doing is to go to that betting house. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha. 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 Cha-cha-cha. What's wrong with you? Let me tell you something. There is no rich man who comes from a betting house. The only rich man in the betting system is the owner of the place and he does not bet. Yeah. If you meet a betting house owner who is betting, he will soon join you in your poverty. There is no owner of a betting house who bets. He has just understood something. That poverty creates foolishness. And when he has started, he is going to collect your five cities, two cities. And he will be wealthy and you will be poorer. In case you don't know, poor people bring more money than rich people. Go and ask MTN. Go and ask Vodafone. Go and ask Etatigo. They get more money from you than from the... Have you seen that you are quiet? No, no, no. I'm just telling you something. Yeah. Face it. Today we are facing ghosts and skeletons. And after we have faced them, we'll give them the right foot of fellowship. Bye! We'll put them out of our life. Get out. Yeah. They will tell you they know where they get their money from. Hmm. They send their staff to where? Uh, uh-huh. They sell their staff mostly in the villages. The cities where they are, they don't care. So every time we come to work, we take a bus and go to Bimbila, the villages, to go and sell their phones and their SIM cards. I thought you said the people they are poor. They don't care about the cities, but it's the villages. Your simple. That is lying there. Hmm. Then they'll come to you with a phone on 2G. Because they know that city man, he won't buy phone on 2G. You call, sir. I didn't call that. Hmm. Yeah. They also know that y- young people, youth and foolishness go together. Hmm. You should ask yourself, when they say free night call, ask yourself if it's really free. Jimmy, they are not fools at all. They know what they are doing. Yeah. Midnight bundle. So you bring your money. Let me tell you something. Outside, the cost of internet is a fraction of what it is here. A fraction. A fraction. They pay about one-tenth of what you are paying. Please, who has been outside? Who can tell me that what I'm saying is true? A fraction. Small. You just pay small. You are enjoying everything free. So when they come to you, say midnight bundle free, and then just pay you or something, you pay. You are paying for what is actually free. Dr. Mary, what I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? You talk small, that's me. That's a proper PhD holder in the church. Mommy, it's very true. It's very true. You Actually, when you subscribe, at the, you have free calls throughout. Every call you make. Once you have paid some few, there may be twenty dollars or twenty-five dollars. The whole, the whole, the whole month, every call you will make is free, from six a.m. to so you can do prayer line, everything on the phone, and everything is free. Here yeah, we pay for our data when we were on flow. Who child? You will pay for the data. You pay. You pay for the data. Mm-hmm. Monthly bundle. Then three days, asa. 
Then they'll bring you bonus, bonus. Bonus, you'll be there, no, then the message is flashing. Your bonus, no, is left with it. You don't know, you have not done anything. The bonus is gone. They are making money from our poverty, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you something. I traveled, I went somewhere for a week. As I went, I didn't pay one person. For, I didn't pay one nothing. I was on internet all the time. You sit on the bus, it's in it. You go in the shop, it's on it. If you go in anywhere, it's on it. It's free. The pastor was living, it's free. Everywhere, free, 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 free. And I came back. Here, when they say free, and it's fast. I was sitting in the bus when I updated 41 apps in the bus. Because in Ghana, when I'm going to update, measure list, you know, I'll update way, and I'll update this one. I'll select a few ahead, then the rest, I leave them because, Charlie, if I try to update them, bring me to call it you. I sat, I said, I have not even reached where I'm going on the bus, on the bus. They said free Wi Fi. I said, hmm, this Wi Fi, in my husband, you say, in my country, when you say free, it doesn't work. Mommy, trying here. Oh, it's working. Update one, two. I said, select all, select all. Pep, pep, pep. We believe in hard work, honest work. Just do it. Just do it. God will bless you for it. Has somebody heard what I'm saying? Stop sleeping with people for money. It's, it's not. No, you see, the effect remains with you. You think I took the money and I walked away. It's, it's not true. It's not true. One day I pray that somebody will have the courage to share. And they will tell you what it cost them. By the grace of God, God puts you together again. Now, you are the one who has friends who are angels. I Me, mean, I have friends who are all types. Yes, I have all types of friends, yeah. And they'll tell you how God, how to put them together again. Build up self-confidence again. Build up self-worth again. Yeah. So, just learn it. Amen? Hey, you are very quiet, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like sweeping. I won't quarrel with you. The next time you are lying on your back, you will remember. Or on your side, or whichever whose side it was that you were doing. Yeah. Mm. Huh. yeah. Tonight I'm contending for some lives. Yeah. So maybe you think I'm just a vulgar old lady saying things, but I'm contending for some lives. Those I'm contending for, they know themselves. Yeah, I'm contending for your life and telling you that it does not have to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that. Hey, but the hunger, you survive. You are still hungry anyway. <laughs> In between episodes, you are hungry. <laughs> You're still hungry anyway. Yeah. Why not trust God and see? Just trust him and see. It's your here, there, here, there. It must end. Uh, please, I was trying to talk about making yourself available. <laughs> Make yourself available. Some of you think that we ask you to do things because we have nothing to do. As you can see, we are busier than you. Yeah. When I became a full-time pastor, I became busier than anything in my life. And I have always been busy, so you must know that I'm saying something. Yeah. Are you there? 
that you must make yourself available to God. The other guy standing on the wall, he will soon fall down because what that? You will still you will soon fall as you are sleeping. <laughs> Go and jog around the building and come. You'll be awake. Make yourself available. Are you in the church tonight? If you are going to be somebody who can do anything for God, you need to make a decision that I will be available. It's a decision. It's not a feeling. I will be available. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Because it's going to cost you something. Some sacrifice. I shared with you last night, Matthew 22, verse 14. Many are called, for many are called. Few are chosen. One of the reasons why few are chosen is that few answer the call. Because they can see that they are called. But what's the sacrifice you need to be able to answer the call? You are not ready for it. So you don't answer. And so even though many are called... The Bible says in Luke 10 and verse 2, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Yeah, this is what Jesus says. He said there's a lot to do, but the people working are few. And the reason why they are few, this is one of the reasons. That if you are going to be somebody that God can use for something, you have to make yourself available. Yeah. Are you in the house? Tonight, I'm going to share with you. Mm. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, let me just jump in somewhere, okay? I'm just, I've been looking for a place to start. In the Bible, there is a story, a true story, of how the children of Israel found themselves in bondage. And they were being held in bondage by a king who used to be called Pharaoh. The Pharaoh before him liked them. But the Pharaoh who came after didn't know anything about the history of the children of Israel. And didn't know that Joseph had saved the people of Egypt as well as his own people. So as time went on, he bound them. He said, these people, let them work hard. Let them work hard. Are you there? Yeah. And as they are working, they'll be working and working and working. But we will be profiting. Hard labor. Hard labor. And the children of Israel stayed under that bondage until the Lord sent Moses to come and rescue them. But that whole story of how God rescued them out of it is actually a picture to us. The Old Testament describes many things and gives many pictures you don't find in the New Testament. But it tells you many truths. And if you stay by your word, you begin to see it and understand it. So for the purposes of tonight, I would like us to liken Pharaoh to Satan. I would like us to liken Egypt to the system of the world. And I would like us to liken the children of Israel to the people of God. As soon as you put those three things in place, you're going to see a certain picture. The picture that you are going to see is that and I can back it with scripture for you. I said Pharaoh is like Satan. 
Pharaoh had created a system. In that system, you work for him. And as you are working for him, you are building the city, the cities of Pitom and Ramses. Are you seeing it? So you are working, you have a job. I thought you said you want a job. You've got a job. And you thought that with this job, things are going to get better. But you end up seeing that all you've done is to build Pitom and Ramses. The Bible calls Satan the god of this earth. It also calls him the prince of the power of the air. And by virtue of the fact that we allowed what was ours to go, Satan got possession of this world. And so therefore, comma, the systems of the world were created with his help. The systems of the world were brought to come to pass with his help. That is why you will find that as you are working, exhaustion is coming. But you will hardly look at it and see that you are where you want to be. Because there's a system. Meanwhile, we cannot also quit from work. Because we are under, in case you don't know, it's a test that brought us where we are. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat bread. Thou shalt eat bread. That's what brought us here. I'm preaching. It's not an easy preaching. Pharaoh, Satan, Egypt, the system of the world. Let's take a look at the system of the world. When you want a house, they say you can get a mortgage based on your salary. So based on your salary, depending on how your salary is, two-bedroom house, four-bedroom house, 18-bedroom house, you put down a down payment and you'll be paying small, small. And people say, I own a house. Hannah, I'm assuming that your shirt is yours. Mm -hmm. You can go where you want with it. Can I come for it? Why can't I come for it? Because I don't, it's not for me. But if I had given it to you, lent it to you, then I can even meet you outside and say, bring my shirt. Uh huh, isn't it? Bring my shirt. My t-shirt, I'm collecting. I said, now. You say, oh, I'm going to remember. I said, no, 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 I'm collecting it now. Why? Because it is my shirt. If you really owned the house, how come in your day of distress, you are walking outside, how come somebody can say, bring the house? If it really and truly is your house, how can somebody come for it? How? How? I'm a house owner. Whether I have a job or I don't have a job, you, can, you cannot remove me from my house. It's mine. I may not be paying the light bill, so the light may be off, but the house is mine. <laughs> I may not be paying water bill. <laughs> and in fact, that's one of the things I love Kumasi for. I don't know why we have G, uh, what, water company. I don't know what they are doing. Since I moved here, I've lived in this town for 11 years. I've never paid a water bill. Just uh, all the houses I'm in, there's a well or there's a borehole or something, something. Just pumping machine, and when we bought, when the pumping machine is not working, we find something else to do. The water there is our groundwater. So, whether you are moneyed or not moneyed, if it is your house, nobody can come for it. But because in the system of the world, almost dadao, they called it your house. Now, as you have lost your job, you are behind on payments one, behind on payments two. 
Behind on payment three. Bring the house. Bring the house. Bring the house. I'm just showing you the system of the world. How many of us like when you see the bank workers? Essay. The bank workers. Charlie. They look their suit and the high heels. And it generally looks so. Come on, come on, come on. Well, yeah. It looks good. They're sitting in an air condition. You know, when you're walking outside, sometimes you even try to look for a reason to go and stand inside the bank just to cool off a little bit. Yeah, but do you know that as you're working in the bank, they'll give you a target. Amount of money you should bring in from other people. So I used to think that when you meet the target, they say bring in 80,000, 100,000. So you have gone, you have room, you've got people. They have brought in money. They say, oh, I have arrived at my target. I thought they would say, well done. Well done. Relax a little. Do you know what they say? Your target for next month is times two. So they send you back out there. The same sweating you sweated. You are now going to sweat more. Because to get the first one, you got it from all your friends, your relatives, your sisters, your brothers, your church members. Now you have got from all. Now this next one, you have to go strangers, enemies. When you come back and say, okay, I met my target, 200,000. They will not even say you are great. They will not even say, here's an award. Double of 200,000 is what? Welcome to the system of the world. You will be running faster and faster to stand still. Pitom and Ramses. Pitom and Ramses. Hmm. I'm only describing Egypt. That's all I'm doing. You trust the system of the world. Look at it today. Just look at it today. Just look at it today. Yeah. You will understand who is behind it. Yeah. So are you saying that uh, we shouldn't work in the bank? There's cotton wool in your head. Cotton wool, cotton wool. I've just shared with you that because we have to work to eat, we have to work. But when you are there, you need to know what you're about. Amen. So as we are going around in the system of the world, you as a child of God or somebody who wanted to respond to Christ, you will find yourself in exactly the same place the children of Israel found themselves in when they wanted to leave Egypt. The way you are quiet, I'm praying for myself. Mm. Mm. Hey. I'm just opening my scripture. I'll look in my scripture. I'll look at your face. <laughs> Exodus chapter 13 and verse 15. And it came to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go. You see, a time comes you are trying to get out. The devil has no interest in you being saved. He will not just stand by and say, Kuchi, kuchi, come and be saved. No. He will fight you for everything that you have got. He does not want you to leave his employment. Exodus chapter 5 and verse 2. And Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should take us to verse 1? Take us, let's read it from verse 1. Exodus 5 1. 
And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Let them go so that they will serve me in the wilderness. Pharaoh said, Who is this Lord that I should obey him? His voice, to let Israel go. I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. That was his answer. That's why when you were trying to get saved, it was so brutal. Yeah. You yourself, you can see that you are wretched. But Charlie, how to answer? It's not easy. Are you there? In fact, when they went to try to get out, Pharaoh got annoyed. And he said, the reason why they are trying to go is that they are idle. Meanwhile, the people were working and you were lashing them. You told them that they should make bricks. Up till today, the pyramids they built are still standing there. But you used to give them input to build the bricks. When this thing happened, Pharaoh said, hey, they are idle. We will not give them input again. They should go and look for the input and come and still make the same number of blocks that they were making before. That is why sometimes when you are fighting for your life to come and just break free of whatever is holding you, that's why the thing appears to get worse. Because Pharaoh says, they are idle. They are idle. Give them more work. He doesn't want you to go anywhere. And some of you are also helping him. Anyway, let's go. So, you see, if I'm going to take time to go into this whole story and read every chapter, we'll be here till midnight. So you, that's why you should have a Bible you can read. I'll tell you, the one on your phone, you can't read it. Just go and be reading through from chapter 5. Keep reading, you'll get the whole story. So God said, this guy, I will do things in Egypt that will force him to let you go. God had to force Satan to let you go. That was the coming of Christ. Last card. Yeah, to let you go. But Pharaoh called Moses, Exodus chapter 8 and verse 25, and said, Go and sacrifice your God in the land. So now, you are saved though. You are born again, but in the land. Moses told him that we can't sacrifice here. If we try it, your own people will attack us. And here you are, child of God, and you are trying to serve God in your same unbeliever life. With the same friends. In the same place. In the same betting house. In the same uh, club. In the same... It cannot work. It cannot work. Your life must change. I'm speaking to some of you. Your life must change. Your friends must change. You cannot survive there with those friends. You can't. You can't. When I was an unbeliever, all my friends were like me. Strong mouth against believers. Strong mouth. Strong words. When I got born again, I realized, I don't know, I thank God for it because I didn't think deeply. I just knew that to survive, I have to say that, listen, now I'm born again. That's all. Right now. You should know me as I was. Now I'm born again. I knew that they would not like me again, but it was my only hope. Yeah. So all of them, as I met, and truly, as I said it, that's the end of the friendship. Because they knew that <laughs> the things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to say, I say them no more. 
the places I used to go, I go there no more. There's been a great change since I... They knew that it won't work. But you, you have given your life to Christ and you are still in the, with those same friends. No wonder you say you are born again, but the weed, you are still on it. No wonder you say I'm born again, but the por- you see, you're on the porno because it was a thing you did together. The one who introduced you to it is still your friend. Your father in sin. It's not Godfather, it's Satan Father. Are you here? Pharaoh said, Sacrifice in the land, stay right here. Be a Christian right here. The friends you have right here. The places you have right here. Just stay with them. How they dress, dress like that. You'll be attracting the same demons. Girls, let me tell you. You see, when you are walking and they are whistling at you, eh? You say, Charlie, I'm beautiful. What you don't know? It's your demons and their demons have identified themselves. That is why you'll be as beautiful as you are and have given your life to Christ. But now when you are walking, they will not start that tree, tree, tree. Because the spirit of God in you does not Bluetooth with demons. Yeah. But you see, they turn it around. Me, I used to cry. I'll come on and say that nobody likes me. They have whistled at all my friends. Say, me, hear me stay crying. Me, Danny, me, who I say, oh, not you, the other one. And you have Then your whole heart is broken. I never knew that God was just taking care of me. I didn't know. Yeah, that's why my life didn't spoil. The guys just didn't like me. That's all. Yeah. Are you there? Not knowing that it's your demons that are identifying with their demons and they are calling you. Hmm. Amen. The system. So they are trapped in it. They said, oh, you can change here. You can sacrifice here. So they rejected it. After they quarreled with it and pushed it for some time. You see, if you have given your life to Christ and you are still in where you are, no, where you used to be, what will happen is that Pharaoh will prescribe for you when you can go to church. It's usually never. Yeah. That's why you used to have Sunday free, but now Sunday is not free again. Because you are allowing Pharaoh to dictate to you when you'll be in church. Mm. You are sacrificing in the land. You haven't changed anything. Yeah. Are you there? You are a Christian, but your work comes first. That's you. Sacrificing to your God in the land. It's just a matter of time. You won't survive long. So, Pastor, are you saying that we shouldn't work hard? If I knew who you were, I would have beaten you today. Every work that we do, you do it as if God is the one who gave it to you. But when you do it, let your intelligence be working, your spiritual intelligence. Listen, this place here, if they got me, they'll delete. They'll delete. So I have to be sharp. 
We'll come to that. Then Pharaoh found another answer. The same Exodus 28, verse 28, and then verse 28. Pharaoh said, I will let you go. Now, dear Charlie, you are born again. I will let you go. I'll release you to go. <laughs> so that you can sacrifice to your God in the wilderness. Only, only, only don't go far. Don't go far. Go to church on Sunday, but don't at Tuesday. Go to church on Sunday, but never appear at a prayer meeting. Go to church on Sunday. As soon as the church service is over, pray out of there. Go, but don't go far. Don't enter much. Don't join any center. Don't do any center meeting. And certainly do not be the preacher of any center. Do not gather anybody to bring to church. Just come yourself, Ankunam, as you are. When you come, just come. Even in the service, as they are singing, don't sing. As they are praying, don't pray. Stand there like a vegetable. Their crowd will give you back seats. Go, but don't go far. Give your life to Christ, but don't go deep. Read your Bible, but don't read much. Pray, but not much. And certainly avoid that thing called thanks. Some of you are here in the house. Yeah. That's why your life is the way it is. Because much as you have given your life to Christ, Pharaoh is still in charge. He's still dictating. He's still giving you information what to do. Hmm. You must be mature. Mature people, they don't jump in the church. Be mature. Mature people, they don't clap too much. Be mature. All this childishness. Look, look at you. I mean, I mean, how can a man of your stature? I mean, how can you display like that? Ha! You see, all those who are displaying like that, they are penniless. They don't have anything. Can you not see that you are becoming mature? At least you have a title or two. At least you own something, you know. I mean, now that you are little, let there be a little bit of respect around you. I mean, if the children see you dancing like that, it's not fine. It's not fine. A little impenzi. Impenzi, what impenzi? You are backsliding. That is what it is. You are backsliding. You are backsliding. That is what it is. You are backsliding. When you were younger, your love for God was hotter. What did you used to do? How come today you don't do it anymore? You are what mature? You are not mature. You are backslidden. You are cold. You are almost dead. Your spirit has almost left you. Can you not see the demons in your house? Can't you see them walking around? Can't you see them giving you instructions? And you are also obeying. Flies never sit on a hot plate. Flies, they never gather on a hot plate. When you see flies, the thing is cold. The thing is cold. The reason why demons can come walking around is that it's cold. It's cold. You tell me you have seen a fly in your house. Sit on your coat when it is hot. 
sitting on your stove when it is hot. Flies never go around something that is it's hot. It's only cold things. And in case you don't know, the Bible calls him Belzebub, the father of flies. He's in your life and he's in your house because your coldness has allowed him to be there. You people, what are you looking at on your machine? What's on the machine? You don't understand what I'm saying, eh? You're being mature. Me, are you the person driving the thing out? So what are you doing sitting here? Watching it as if you don't watch it. Yeah. You don't understand. I'm continuing. Exodus chapter 10. Pharaoh called Moses. Exodus 10, 24. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your heads be here. Your little ones can also go. Your flocks and your heads. Your money. You can go. But leave your money. That's why up till today at your age, you can't pay tithe. You are bringing your physical self. And you are singing everything, but your flocks and your heads. You have left it with the devil. How can you leave it with the devil? That's why your heart will be there. Because the Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yeah. Where your treasure is, the things that are treasures to you, when you place them there, your heart follows. You have no treasure in the church. Your heart is not in the church. Your treasure is not with God. Your treasure, you are spending your money on other things, other things, but not on God. That's what Pharaoh told them. That's for going, you can go. But leave all your chickens, leave all your goats, leave all your sheep, leave all your life. And she said, Go, but your income, your money, they should stay. That's why some people don't tithe. And I can tell you something when you don't tithe. Let's open Bible. I don't want to talk a lot. Malachi chapter 3. Can a man rob God? Is it possible to steal from God? God, when you are stealing from him. Yet, you are saying, oh, how have we robbed you? Said in tithes and offerings. You can pay a better offering, but you always pay the lowest denominator. At the end of the month, I will go to church Sunday. There are four. Okay, five this month. I go on uh, what? Okay, you go on Tuesday. Okay, how many? Four. Okay, so nine cities. Center service, four. Thirteen cities. Then you look for your salary. Then you take thirteen cities. Please, I need some fresh ones and fresh notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Then put it in a drawer. Every meeting you are going for, then you pull one. God saw you. And he said, you're an armed robber. You have come to heaven to steal. Verse 9. Verse 9. You are cursed with the curse. Not that somebody has cursed you. The curse was lying there. You have entered. For you have robbed me. And he was talking to a whole people. Tonight he's talking to a whole church. Some of you, you have used COVID as an excuse not to tithe. You have just entered the curse. So now you have added, added COVID plus case. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to know. 
not, it's not like that. You see, I didn't have any income. My income fell that way. I, I'm looking at you, but I can't see anybody starving and dying. Your income may have got down, but there's an income. As for me, listen, you think you're the only one affected? We are paid from the books ministry, not the church that we do. I'm a pure volunteer in the church. I don't earn anything from you, whether you come to church or not. The books, I dash you have. Yeah. That's what we made from it. <laughs> As you were affected in COVID, we were also affected. Because books have no legs. Books only go when we move. Because of COVID, we couldn't move. That was when I determined in my heart, the small I have in my hand, I must tithe. I will even tithe more because I am God. I need your protection. If I joke, I will eat beans. And stones. Yeah. You rather withdraw your hand. God has kept us all. God has kept us all. I kept my one message to Pastor. I said, Sir, you are getting fat. You are putting on weight. He has rather begun to look like a rich man in the COVID season. It's enough. It shouldn't pass. Flo, where are you? Please. It should stop here, isn't it? Flo has tried. Ah, Flo. Huh? One man agreed to you. Know, I say, I say, I say, Look, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, Flo was trying there, saying that, listen, don't eat ladies. Then I started COVID. Mumbobo, Mikosha, why are you in the whole referee? So that, I'm Johnny Pepper, I am the referee. Have you seen a referee sit down before? You are seeing one. You are seeing a referee. At least the referees we know, they run up and down. What, Johnny? He was sitting on the steps. He just sat on the steps, issuing instructions. Hey, hey, it's a foul. Hey, red card. <laughs> Sit down. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Have you seen where the trouble is coming from? Some of you, when you hear curses, now you get confused. Don't get confused. Curses. Many curses are just frustrations. Things that block, things that hinder, things that upset, things that spoil things. Are you seeing it? And he said that that's what's happening because you have stolen from him. But I like God. I like him. I like him. Because after telling them this, look at what he says in verse 10. Then he said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And that word proof is the word test. Test and see. If I won't open the windows of heaven. And pour you out a blessing. A blessing that there won't be enough room for you. As we have lived in this COVID. For how many months? We couldn't pay ourselves. Uh, you are surprised. Yeah. Uh, why? I told you I'm not paid by offering. That's how, otherwise the church cannot survive. If they were paying me, I can't build. Yeah, we can't build. We can't do anything. Are you there? Yeah. It is in that time that I've called them. Do you have yam? Come for yam. It's in that time that I've called them. I said, do you, have, do you need some tomatoes? Come for tomatoes. In that time. 
Because this was the provision. This was the provision. This was the provision. You decided, I trust, I don't trust, I trust half, I don't. That's why you are struggling. One of the days I was lying there, I was minding my own business. Then they sent me a picture. The person was carrying milk, corned beef. So I said, what picture is this? Where You have mistakenly said, what picture have you sent? Why, why have you sent it to a wrong place? Have I told you I'm looking for pictures? They said, oh no. Someone said, we should bring it to you. I said, me. <laughs> bring it. <laughs> bring it. Bring it. Hey. Abraham, were you the one who was carrying it for me? Somebody. Who brought, you brought it for me. Yeah. But they sent me the picture at first. I said, ah, I'm not expecting a picture of something. No, 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 no. Where is it going? But it came. Test me and see. Test me and see. Some of these people, they even come to my house to tell my people what they want to eat. The last time I said, look, your wife is not here. <laughs> hey. Are you there? I'm just sharing something with you. He said, test and see. Me, I've tested and I've seen. I've tested and I've seen. It was in the COVID season. I was minding my own business. Somebody called me. So, your shoe size, you know. We had a whole discussion. She said, I'm coming. She was outside, coming. So, I thought it's one pair of shoes. I'm not finished wearing. There are still something new. I've not touched that. Yeah. Yeah. In this season, in this season, in this season, me, I've tested and I've seen. I don't know about you. But Pharaoh, he wants you to leave your money with him. You too, you have accepted. Hmm. Hmm. Exodus chapter 12. I'm preaching. So, hmm, I want to show you how to be available. You see, we're in the world. We can't exit. Our only exit is when we die. And so then we are here. Are you there? So, I want to show you something. Exodus chapter 12. Take me to verse. Mm, mm, mm. Let's see verse 12. Right now, God was getting ready to do his last card. And he started to give them instructions. And he told them, he said, there's a certain night. It's a night. He said, that, on that night, I'll finish this whole thing. I'm going to sort Pharaoh out. Are you there? I'm going to sort him out. How many of us know that Jesus has sorted out the devil? Yeah, he sorted him out. But when he sorted him out, he gave us instructions. Go to verse 11. Yeah, let's look at verse 11. He told them, he said, he said, that lamb you have kept for me, slaughter it. For us, it is the death of Jesus and his shedding of his blood. Then he told them, put the blood on your house. Roast the meat. Then he said, this is how you eat it. When you find yourself in this world, that Pharaoh is controlling. 
you must know how to organize yourself. This is how you will eat it. This is how to exist and survive in the place where Satan is in charge. With your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. He said, look at it. You are about to eat a meal. The norm when you are eating a meal is to sit down. If you are like me, when people are even waiting for me, I want to see all the people and finish. So that I'll sit down. Well, I, don't, I can't eat in a hurry. Don't distract me. Mm-hmm. Here you are. You are a child of God in this world without an option of a physical exit. So you have to live here. But when you are living here, you got to eat. But you don't eat like an unbeliever. You can't relax here. This world is not our home. We are passers by. We are travelers. We don't know when the trumpet shall sound. And the dead in Christ shall rise at first. We don't know. So as we are waiting for that exit that will come. You stand with your loins girded. Where is your belt of truth? With your shoes on your feet. With your staff, your rod, your word of God, your weapon, your thing to attack in your hand. If you must eat, eat it in a hurry. In case the Lord is passing over. But you, child of God, you have come to relax. You have come to sit down. You have spread your legs. You have put on music. You have put on candlelight. You have taken it at ease. And you are relaxed and saying, yeah, 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 he's going to come one day. One day he's going to come. But it's not today. Give me a little bit more. A little more. A little more. Tonight, I came to give you a warning. Jesus is coming. It is sure. If you knew your Bible and you read the signs, you will see that almost all the signs are there except one. He's coming. We don't know the day he's going to pass over. And so therefore, as they were eating, is the angel of death going to come at 7? Is he going to come at 10? Is he going to come at 12? Is the rapture going to happen in the daytime? Is it going to happen in the night? Is it going to happen when we are young? Is it going to happen when we are old? We don't know. But while we are waiting, this is how you will eat it. With your loins girded. Young man, pull up your trousers. Wear that belt. And don't open it again for the wrong reason. Stand when you are eating. As if you are ready to take off. Don't kick off your shoes. The gospel of peace. It is your guarantee into another place. Keep it on. Ready to move at any day. Your staff, shepherd, your staff is in your hand. It is with your staff that you will give the sign and tell your sheep it's time to get moving. Our master is close. He's coming now. Gather yourselves and let us go with your staff. You have left your staff in the boys' quarters. You have left your staff when you went to work. 
That's why you came to a camp without a Bible. You have left your staff somewhere. You are also somewhere. You are joking. Do you know when the Lord is passing over? Do you know when your time will be up? Do you know when he will say that it's okay? Tonight, your life is required of you. Just come. Just come. Do you know? You are relaxed. You are relaxed in Egypt. You are relaxed. You are playing the fool in Egypt. I keep coming back here. You can work for God. He gave you talents that he's expecting you to use. You have sat on them. And in the name of I am busy, you have left them. Well, the time is coming soon. He's going to ask you, what did you do with what I gave you? When he asks, what answer are you going to give? He gave you a cup to empty. The reason why he can't bless you is that you didn't empty it for him to fill it. You are sitting there with what he gave you for others. It is not supposed to be for you. No wonder, as you look at your life today, it's difficult to say that you have been blessed. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just telling you what he says. Come and say. It's time to go. Are you ready? Where are your shoes? You have left them somewhere. You don't even know how to wear them. How lovely on the mountains at the feet of them who preach good news. When it's time to go and preach, where are you? Where are you? When God places beside you an unbeliever and he tells you, tell him about me. Talk to him about Jesus. You don't know what to say. And if you know what to say, you can't say it because you are feeling shy. But you were in the choir the other day when they were singing. We are not ashamed. You were singing. But the truth is that you are ashamed. Your house people don't know that you have had an encounter with God. Your house people don't know that you are born again. Too relaxed. You are too relaxed in Egypt. Exodus 12, verse 13. And the blood, Exodus 12, verse 13, shall be to you for a sign. The blood shall be to you for a sign upon your house. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Tonight, Know that it's because of the blood of Jesus that you are alive. Because of the blood of Jesus. Not your wisdom, not your intelligence, not your smartness, and most certainly not because of your beauty. Not because of your money. It's that blood. That blood that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. That is the one that is contending for you. The Bible says Jesus ascended into heaven. And he is currently sitting at the right hand of the God the Father, making intercession for you and for me. That God, may they make it. May they make it. Be serious. I hear the angels talking. I hear the crowd of witnesses screaming. And they are saying, sit up, sit up. Get up. It is time to wear your shoes. Put on your belt. Wear your shirt. The trumpet is about to blow. Are you ready? Stand ready. Because when the call comes, there will be no announcement. be no other announcement. 
only what the word of God has announced. Are you available? Are you available? This is how to make yourself available. Ready to move. Ready to run. Ready to snatch from Pharaoh every minute that you can take away. Ready to take away from him and use it on God. Stop giving us your job as an excuse. It was supposed to be a blessing to you. How can you turn the blessing of God into a curse? How can you tell us that tell God that because of the child he gave you? How can you tell him that? How can you tell him it's because of the job that he gave you? The honor that he gave you and gave you the job, you are now turning it on him. And saying that because of this blessing he gave you, you cannot serve him. What does it mean? What does it mean? Don't force him to collect it. What does it mean? Rather, you stand ready. As soon as you see a gap, you are serving him. As soon as you see a place, you are serving him. You push your way and you serve him. There are some people here, if you know what they have done to be able to be here, if you know what they have done, if you know what they have said, if you know the battle they have battled, in order to be here, and you are looking for some small excuse, and my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, and you were an unbeliever, fornicating the life out of your brains, did you ever say your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, but you are bringing God that excuse? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? We better get serious. Town church. We better get serious. If we are serious for God, he's serious already. If we will be serious, he will make something out of us. If we'll stop using lack of availability as an excuse. I heard your words. Your stout words against me. When we had, we were there as first love. And younger people were doing the work. I heard your stout words. And they don't mind us. We, we are there. They don't mind us. And that's where we are there. And the children will be doing. The children are doing because you didn't do. When we call, you say you are busy. When it's time to appear at 8, that you appear at 9 or 10 or 10 or 12. And you expect that I will beg you to serve God. Mark it anywhere on the wall. I will never beg you to serve God. I will preach to you if you serve him, serve you and serve stop. I'll tell you the truth. I'll preach with my heart. I'll preach with my everything. To convince you to serve God. But if you won't, it's up to you. It's up to you. Some of the problems you are in is because you have refused to serve him. You don't know that you can force God to protect you by serving him. You can force him to help you by serving him. When the enemy visited your house, was misbehaving around, he didn't have any reason to send in another delegation to sort you out. Time to be serious. Just bow down your head. Start talking to God. Some of you have some repenting to do from your useless excuses. Blessings of God, more you have rather tended to something. You better start talking to him. Better start talking to him. Don't let Jesus be shy when he has to introduce you to the Father. Don't let him be shy. Start talking to God. After Jesus has shed his blood for you, given you his everything, should he have to beg you to work for him? Should he have to beg you? Should he have to beg you? Start talking to the Lord. 
just talk to him I don't know who you are you know your situation with him just talk to him and tell him God give me another chance I'm going to do my best give me another chance I'm going to force give me another chance give me another chance step down from your big shotism step down I don't know who I'm talking to after now I'm contending with you get down get off it get off who are we the Bible says that man is like grass here today and gone tomorrow nobody even remembers us and if God has wanted to bring small honor into your life you will not collect it you have said very stout things against the Lord you better just ask him to forgive you Lord why are you not blessing me why are you not doing this why are you not doing that he has said it ourselves from you and from withholding the best that we could do we have not done our best 
We have only given you excuses and become high-minded, thinking that the things we are doing are more important than you. Forgive us. Forgive us for our reluctance. For the times we could help and we didn't. For the things we could do but we didn't do them. Forgive us for thinking others would do them. Forgive us. Forgive us for relaxing and taking off our shoes and being relaxed at a time like this. Forgive us. Forgive us for enjoying rather Egypt. Forgetting that you are removing us from Egypt. Forgive us. Forgive us for the times we have used the blessings that you have given to us as the reasons why we couldn't serve you. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us when for the times we robbed others. We could have done so much but we didn't do it. Tonight we say we are sorry. We ask you to forgive us. Wash us in your blood. Give us another chance. Give us another opportunity. Help us with the time that is left to do what we must. Forgive us, Jesus, for causing you pain as though we were to have crucified you again. Forgive us. And we ask you, Lord, that if you will just help us, we will try again and we will do our best this time. By the help of your spirit, we will do our best. Thank you for another opportunity. Thank you that you are the one who says you don't put out a smoldering wick. If there's just a little fire left, you still use it. If there's just a little something, Lord, you use it. Please make use of us. In our brokenness, in our shabbiness. 